this is Richie Ray. Andy Garcia. Alright, and <clears throat> welcome to I Am Radio. We're going to be having a discussion on Wayne Dyer's 10 Secrets for Success and Inner Peace. Um, so I recently saw a video version, and he, you know, he has recorded lectures and whatnot, and I, I've seen them on YouTube, and uh, he, he probably has a, a book on this. But I, one thing I did find out from uh, all of these questions that I wrote down as I was viewing um, the, uh, the lecture is that he's, he was, he's really good friends, or he was really, really good friends with Deepak Chopra. And uh, if you guys haven't gotten a hold of Metahuman by Deepak Chopra, this is a fascinating book. I would recommend all of you guys to read it as soon as possible and just be informed. And you can have just another position, another vantage point, and another opportunity to explore uh, who we are, why we are, what we are, when we are, how we are. But all of the I am uh, answers and questions and vice versa. But... We're going to go ahead and we'll, Andy and I are just going to have a discussion on Wayne Dyer's uh, 10 Secrets for Success and Inner Peace. And number one says <clears throat> that um, Wayne Dyer learned how to, while exploring Taoism, uh, learn how to be open to everything and attached to absolutely nothing. Um, what are some of the applications in your life when thinking about number one? open everything and attach to absolutely nothing well because um you just have to you have to realize that we're still innovating as, as we go right now you know but we haven't reached the end of all that can be so you have to be ready to maybe sometimes release old opinions that no longer serve you maybe they could be outdated that is Oh, I wish I had a copy of the other book I have. It's called um, Super Forecasting. And it says, when the facts change, so does my thinking. Yeah. And that's how you become a super forecaster. You have to learn not to be attached to data that can, that can change, right? And it's funny, in this uh, lecture, Wayne Dyer says that we, nobody knows enough to be a pessimist. Nobody knows enough to yeah. be a pessimist. So I'm like, wow, so you hit it right on the nose. Um, probably maybe... I would say in in some ways I'm open to other things and attached to to nothing. For example, the other day we ordered a pizza and you suggested a different type of um, of um, oh, yeah, sauce yeah. on sauce, the pizza. Right? Alfredo sauce. Alfredo sauce, and, and I'm usually I'm the you know marinara tomato sauce type guy, and um, so I just decided, well, let's go with this. Let's see how it tastes. It's good. And. And it, yeah, it turned out pretty good. I liked it. It's something different now, and I'll choose it again. Um, but sometimes, we, and I hear this phrase all the time, being uh, creatures of habit, you know? Oh, yeah. And some things, you know, habits, they're even bad, let's say, even for the gym. You get in a routine, um, and then you plateau. You plateau because you're just making the same motions, and your muscles become familiar, and you stop growing. So uh, you'll often read or hear weightlifters talk about uh, muscle confusion and trying new types of motions so that you can continue to develop your physicality and muscularity and all that stuff. But um, any last uh, thoughts or opinions on number one? And attachment is, is pretty much ignorance because all, all matter changes everything. All variables change. Einstein knew this. 
so then yeah so it's like it's um the lack of awareness yeah. lack of awareness yeah so remember number one is uh, open to everything and attached to absolutely nothing nothing and then number two it says right here you can't give what you don't have so um you know maybe a lot of us we have the intention of giving love and we go into a relationship wanting to provide love but maybe we don't have love to give and um and so Wayne Dyer says, well, what do you have to give, right? Because that's all you're going to be able to give. You're only going to give what you are. Um, and he was exemplifying in his lecture that if you are filled with animosity or bitterness, well, that's what you're going to give someone that you intend on loving. You intend on loving, but you're, um, you're a fruit of bitterness. And Wayne Dyer says, he says, you can always test a person when you squeeze them. Hmm. Um if you squeeze an orange you get an orange juice right you yeah. get orange juice yeah. and if you squeeze um someone who has you know bad character short temper um if you squeeze a jerk you're gonna you're gonna see their oh, their yeah. jerkiness yeah definitely, you know yeah so um you can only you can't give what you don't have well what else can you add to that about just giving what you don't have just you know giving what you don't have well if you don't have anything you really don't have nothing to give mm -hmm. but i mean here's the thing there are people who we admire like the same martin luther king who he did a lot for people but he didn't he wasn't a rich man okay you, you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. but he, he he gave away his time his time and his knowledge <coughs> and that you know uh, mother Teresa, she was she didn't she wasn't rich either you know Jesus Christ you know so sometimes um there are many other ways to give not just with a monetary aspects or gifts yeah Christ gave the infinite knowledge he says you can be all of this and more if you believe um but yeah so ch you know try to understand yourself going into any type of relationship um any type of job um, any form of relationship because a job's a relationship and be conscious of what you're able to give and be honest about that so your employer, employers know what they're working with but um, definitely because you know you have to be realistic with what you're able to give I know some people they're not ready for a relationship and they still jump into a relationship and they weren't ready to give that pure love and that's problematic it's going to end up being a problem for both of you guys. Um, you have to be realistic with yourself and say, okay, maybe you need an intense year of meditation, an intense year of conditioning and love. And, Self love, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Before you can go in so that your, your reservoir, your love tank is so full, it's teeming with all that love, you're ready to hand it over to someone else. Um, if you're on, if you go in a relationship on an empty tank, all you're gonna give them is an empty tank and that exhaustion, you know, that exhaustion, that defeat, that negativity, that's not good. So you always want to have a surplus of all the positivity and love, and um, and then that's what you give. <clears throat> and that's why a lot of people just end up getting their new partner being like their old partner. So it's like the same story over and over yeah, again. Yeah, that's yeah. They keep it attracting, and um, it's funny because Wayne Dyer in this lecture he says. Um, you only attract what you are, yeah. right? So you give what you are, and then you attract what you are. <laughs> so um, number three, number three says, no justified resentments. Do you have any justified resentments? 
I I mean, I would have to say yes. Okay. Maybe that I can't really, you know, because we're all human. I'm, you know, no one's perfect, <clears> so <throat> I can't say I've never done it, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. You know? Yeah. I would have to say right now I have no justified resentments. Um, now, when, a res when an opportunity for me to resent something or someone arrives, it, I may engage in that resentment, but I quickly become aware of the fact that it's toxic and learn to detach from it, right? Just be absolutely detached from any animosity or rancor. No attachment. No attachment. No attachment. No attachment. <clears throat> but yeah, when you're younger, you might think, oh, someone did me dirty. Um, or, oh, my husband cheated on, cheated on me. My ex cheated on me with my best friend. I've had that happen with friends, you know, oh, took no. over another friend's oh, girl. Okay. Yeah, yeah, And, um, scenario, yeah. you know, and you, those aren't justifiable resentments. Like, nothing is. You should learn it. So, what Wayne Dyer says right here, he says, um, you have to learn how to take responsibility of it. Because if you can't take responsibility, then you have no power to move on, you know? Yeah. So you have to say, wow, I knew this person was promiscuous or lacked a commitment. You know, I knew these things going in. I saw the characteristics and qualities. You're not you're not just blindsided, I don't think so. I think there are some flags and some, um, some little hints or oh, foreshadowings. Yeah, of, yeah red flags are definitely there for sure. Yeah. So, um, and you could say, <clears throat> funny coincidence, Wayne Dyer and I have a lot of coincidences. Um, he went through foster care. Uh, he, he was in the United States Navy. Um, you know, he's a big drinker for a long time in his life. And uh, he, di he didn't really like his military experience. And I'm like, wow, this guy's me. Like, this is exactly who I am. But at any rate... <clears throat> Wayne, Wayne Dyer says, um, going back to no justified resentments, um, he, he takes full responsibility of every single situation that didn't work out. And, um, and I do that too. In, instead of giving the blame, I've done that before. You give someone the blame, oh, yeah. and you hand it over to them. Oh, it's because you're this way. Or because she was this way or this culture, we just didn't. No, you say, um, you know, I take full responsibility for this because I enabled the situation. I was the enabler to at a certain capacity, you know? Yeah. So um, You manifested that. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see. You want to introduce number four there, Ali? It says, don't. Don't die. die with your music still in you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good one, huh? Yeah, don't die. beautiful. Don't die with your music still in you. Oh, what does that mean, though? What do you think that means? I think that means that, you know, a lot of us, we feel like we come here for a reason. You know, we, we have a goal, <coughs> our dreams. Mm -hmm. And that could be really, that's what he's referring to as um, the music. Yeah. You know, if you die with the music soon, if you die with your talents, then, wow, you know, you're not going to feel good about it. And it's proven, a lot of... A lot of um, senior folks, you know, the people who, and the nurses who take care of them have reported that a lot of the regrets that these people have, like a lot of people when you get older and you're like in your deathbed, mm -hmm. is really just the things that you didn't do. Yeah. Not shining your so, music. So not dying, everybody's going to die with their talents, but mm -hmm. die without ever sharing your sharing, talents. Yeah, without yeah. ever sharing them to the world and bringing them upon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um... <clears throat> 
I, you know what? I would encourage all of you guys, all of my viewers and listeners um, for I Am Radio to to take your chances. That you know, take all of your chances. Yeah. What what's the, what, like an Asian proverb or adage? Uh, leave no rock unturned. Oh yeah. And and you really have to go out there and explore, and that means you have to let go. You have to detach from fear too, because fear. If you're attached to fears. You're you're not going anywhere. You're not gonna t- you're not gonna take risks or chances and nothing venture, nothing gain. You know, a uh, good aphorism by uh, Benjamin Franklin. You gotta go out there and venture, and gain your experience, gain your knowledge, um, but have absolutely zero fear. Especially when you when you think about like that's why mortality mo- motivation is so critical. Is when you know you're mortal and you're gonna pass from this uh, temporariness, then you're more apt to go out, explore, and take chances, you know, take chances, open that business, open that business. I asked my brother's um, boss, they have their barbershop. I said, well, how did you get into, you know, cutting hair and taking that risk? And he said, you know, I sat down, I thought about it. And he says, um, do I wanna die without having tried? You know, so he's he's not gonna pass away with his music in him. He played it his tune, and and I you know it's it's nice to meet people like that. Get motivated, stay motivated, take chances, take them all, take them all, every single one of them. None of us come out of here alive. Take all your chances. Yeah. Yeah. For those people who think that like uh, pleasure will make you happy, pleasure is only temporary. What really will make you happy is taking your chances. For a lot of people, that seems to be it. Yeah. Have you noticed that people who take their chances are super happy people? They're enthusiastic. Yeah. They're well, you know. Yeah. They have a good heart. Cause you know what happens? Then I hate to sound like a cliche. The nine times out of ten, ninety percent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause where the hell do they come up with these statistics? That that's false data. Like I don't. But it's it's still like. It's been my experience. It's the vast majority. It's the collective experience that when you venture something, there's always success in that enterprise. Always success. And I think that's where the aphorisms come about when there's when they talk about don't die with your music still in you because yeah. you're not going to fail. You're not going to fail. 100% you're not going to fail. You might fail at... You might lose a skirmish, small battle, but the war, you won it. You're going to win no matter what. Whatever you try, you're going to win. At to some capacity, you will succeed. You will meet success. And that's just, that's how that goes. Anyone who takes a risk and a chance, they're going to succeed. Let's see, uh, number five. This is a good one for you right there. <laughs> Embracing silence. Talk about that. You know about that more than I do. Oh, yeah, bro. You know, sometimes you just have to realize that you have to be the, the bigger person. Sometimes people are going to provoke you. And you're going to want to do this and that. You're going to want to get revenge, really. Yeah. But you got to realize that there, you know, we're, we're grown. We're men. You know, there are consequences. You know, here in California, if you punch a guy, that's a felony. <laughs> you know? Yeah. A little argument is not worth that at all. Yeah. Because that's on your record for, for life. Got it. Yeah. Got it. And for me, uh, when I, when I um, think about embracing silence, and, and I know in the lecture, um, Wayne Dyer goes into anecdote and some narrative uh, about Deepak Chopra. But Deepak Chopra's advice is for any problem, meditate. And that's always like, okay, Andy, you probably know a little bit more about this. But when you embrace that meditative silence, what's the outcome for you? Because 
You, I, mm. you, I'm sure you've practiced meditation a little oh, yeah. more than me. Yeah, yeah, a lot more than me, actually. Definitely, it hardens your shield. You know, yeah. when when you've been like screwed over, mm -hmm. you kind of just become resistant to it. And when it does happen, it, it doesn't touch you. Like it, it, you don't feel pain in it. You just see it as okay, that person is not trustworthy. Got it. Or whatever it is that yeah. the scenario brings. <clears throat> you know. Yeah. It, it really makes you. It makes you stronger. Yeah. You know, in the basic sense. And then even even going back to some of those other um, suggestions by Wayne Dyer is when someone screws you over, take full responsibility for it because you put yourself in that situation. So learn how to take responsibility and then forgiveness becomes easy because who's the person to forgive in that situation? Well, you, because you manifested it. Yeah. Um, and it's, so, you know, really, really taking full control of everything we're doing to ourselves in this, um, in this uh, virtual reality. Um, as opposed to meta reality. When you read meta human, you'll understand virtual versus meta reality. And then uh, number six, it says um, to give up your personal history. And uh, Wayne Dyer says that he gets this directly from Carlos Castaneda. I know Castaneda from reading his um, The Teachings of Don Juan, Knowledge the Yaki Way. And I know it to be his UCLA dissertation that was uh, rejected, hmm. and so he just he published it as a book, and wow. it's a, it's pretty it's a pretty badass book. Um, it talks about the acquisition of knowledge and how it's just going to be a very brief moment, but you know a worthwhile moment. But there's like all kinds of things, rituals, procedures, routines that you have to engage in in order to get that and it goes into a real spiritual uh, place uh, strange and unfamiliar definitely oh, okay so, interesting yeah I would recommend you would love it Teach yeah. The Teachings of Don Juan by Carlos Castaneda I'll check it out but anyhow um, so Wayne Dyer got that principle giving up your personal history because when you give up your personal history you know you have uh, you don't have anything to live up to Wayne Dyer says you know See, for me, it would be I have to live up to the label of foster child. I, I'm not, I don't live up to that. You know, that doesn't define me. Um, uh, even giving up your history as maybe a failed relationship or a failed marriage, that doesn't have to define you. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. then all of a sudden, you know what I hear a lot? I hear this all the time what from women. It? Women, stop calling yourself single mothers. Oh, I'm a single mother. I'm a single mother. You're never alone. God is with you. You're, you're always... You'll have a conscious awareness, a collective awareness, an individual awareness. How are you ever alone? The birds are there. The wind is blowing. The sun is shining upon your face. You're never alone. You have the moon. You have the stars. You have your children. If you say, oh, I'm a single parent, oh, you have your child right there. But then, you know, you have individuals, colleagues, co-workers that have crushes on you. You're never alone. You're never alone. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hear that all the time. I think that might be a, a real detriment. Have you ever met someone who always says, I'm a single mother and they're living a positive life? No, you know, no, not really. I think it's kind of maybe victimization. Yeah. When you say something like, oh, I'm a single mother. I never called myself a single father. And I was in the same situation. We separated. <laughs> we separated. We had a child together. I never told any female I was dating, I'm a single father. I never said something like that. You know, I don't want to put any labels on that, but I would yeah. say, women, be careful about that. Because you're speaking to the universe, and the universe is going to give you exactly what you keep perpetuating, which is singleness alone that you're alone and you're like oh where are these great guys where are all these great guys well you're alone 
You're, you keep commanding the universe to continue to keep you alone and you're going to stay alone. It's just that simple. So I would say detach from that label. Uh, your history of, uh, of not having that relationship work out. You know, it always turns out to be a blessing. What relationship that has ended, Andy, uh, um, has made you regret, oh, I regret that relationship not working out. I don't think there's one relationship, dude. Yeah. Have you ever had a relationship that you regret it didn't work out? Well, you learn from all of them. Yeah. You know, you, every every relationship is different. Mm -hmm. And uh, they all teach you a lesson. Attachment, detachment, you know? Yeah, so, would you, so would you say you regretted any of them, like uh, so, separating? Well, because of uh, the teachings it offers and the experience, mm -hmm. no. Even Shakespeare said it, it's better to, to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. Yeah, it's funny, Wayne Dyer, he uses that exact Shakespearean yeah. quote. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, just give up your personal history. It, and it, even as, like, whatever you are today, you're not even that. Tomorrow, let it go. Throw it, away. Throw it in the trash. Um, that's where it belongs. That, and that's how beautiful, that's why forgiveness is so beautiful. You just give up. Give up all your all your titles. Um, you know, I, Emerson says in Self-Reliance, um, I'm ashamed at how easily we capitulate to names and badges and titles, you know, he, usages. And he says, throw it all away. Throw it all away. Including uh, your personal history, you know. Um, any, any misgivings you have with family members, parents. I think parents, they're really successful at hurting all their kids in some way, shape, or form. They're very successful. You know, not all the time. Um, it's very common, though. I hear, It's very common. I hear that all the time, oh, Absolutely, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, that's really why we have war, man, because from a very young age, we, we teach kids that if you don't get what you want, you're going to get hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We teach them violence to get what you want. And then and then that just continues. Yeah. They're like, well, I know a solution for this. Yeah. Attack. Yeah. Yeah. That's one small step for man.